The B2B sales world is in turmoil. Quota attainment is down. Revenue growth is slowed. Turnover is up. All of this is in the face of ever-increasing pressure to perform. Is it a surprise that the average sales leader stays in place for only 12 to 18 months? That's barely enough time to start executing the strategy. These problems are fixable, and we are going to serve the sales leadership community with this show. I'm Lucas Price. I've launched and exited B2B startups and built elite sales organizations. Now I want to give back by bringing you this podcast, Building Elite Sales Teams. It will be full of actionable best practices to help you excel as a sales leader. We're going to burn the churn. Let's get back to winning. Building Elite Sales Teams is on. There's a phrase in customer success and customer support that prospects often talk about, and that is, when I'm looking at service and support, I want a single throat to choke. And in that context, that makes a lot of sense. You want to be dealing with one person that can resolve your issues. But when you flip that principle around to the other side, if you're in B2B sales and you're in hiring and you as the sales leader are the single throat to choke when it comes to hiring, that can lead to a lot of bad outcomes. And here's what I mean. If you're relying on your hiring process and all of the hiring decisions to be centered around one person, that can lead to a lot of bias and a lot of inefficiency in your hiring process. So what we're going to talk about in this conversation is how you can actually have better hiring outcomes by broadening the number of people involved in the hiring process. One of the big reasons why you want to broaden your hiring process and you want to have more people involved is that the narrower your decision panel is, the more bias that might exist in that process. So this is something that you can't readily see. So having more people involved in the process actually will make you better off than having one or two people always involved. So one of the ways that you can actually include more people in the hiring process and mitigate bias at the same time is by leveraging panel interviews. And this helps you make more objective, informed hiring decisions. And part of the reason that happens is that there's simply more people involved in the process. So you're more likely to get an honest appraisal of the candidate that's in front of you versus if there's one or two people involved that can easily sway the interview process one way or another. It's not enough to just have a panel format. There are some considerations that you need to take into account when you're building your panels. So first and foremost, you need to make sure that you have diverse perspectives in your panel. This isn't just about roles on your panel, but it's about experiences and background. So if you're part of a, if you're a sales leader and you wanna make sure that you're hiring good cultural fits, that culture fit component needs to apply not only to the sales function, but to the broader organization too. So it's not the worst idea in the world to involve somebody in product or sales engineering or ops into the interview process and even include peers because you want to get varying perspectives to balance out individual biases that might exist. Next, what you want to do is make sure that the process is consistent. And we've talked about having structured interview processes previously, but that stays consistent. You want to make sure that every candidate is asked the same set of questions in the same order. And this promotes fairness through the process, especially when you're looking at a function like sales, where 
the demographics of sales tends to be extremely one-dimensional. You want to make sure that your process is best of breed in terms of embedding fairness through the process and consistency through the process. That's actually going to help you uncover the best candidates. Another reason why panel interviews are critical in the sales hiring process, especially when it comes to mitigating or reducing bias, is that you have in-depth analysis that's baked in. You have different interviewers on the panel who are who have their own lenses that they're applying the interview, the, the candidate to, and they're picking up on different indications or different cues from the course of the conversation. When you look at all of those observations and you combine them, you're getting a whole person view, and that's going to be immensely useful for you to identify high potential candidates as well as candidates that have a number of red flags that you might have missed. One of the things to keep in mind is that the more people that are involved in the decision-making process, the more likely it is that you're going to get uh, the combination of the best possible hire and the best possible fit for your group. Your sales team and your entire organization, especially if you're a startup or accelerating growth organization, you need to make sure that everybody can work well together. Having a single silo approach or a single person navigate the process of hiring is probably not going to be the best idea. You want to make sure that you have multiple voices involved in the process so you can come to the best possible decision for the best possible hire at the best possible time. One last thing to consider. When you're constructing your panels, make sure that you have somebody that's at the peer level or somebody that's going to be a future team member or somebody in a, in a highly collaborative related function that's going to be involved in the process. That's going to give you line of sight into how this particular candidate can work across the enterprise effectively. And that's going to give you some perspective that's going to be relevant to other areas of influence and impact that this hire is going to be dealing with. When you're looking at eliminating bias from the hiring process, panel interviews are a good way to do that, but this isn't an automatic fit. Everybody needs to be trained on it. You need to have unconscious bias training in your interview process. The goal is to make the hiring process and interviewing process as fair and as effective as possible. If you're looking to build an elite sales team, you need to make sure that you're attracting a broad enough candidate pool. And then once you've attracted them, you need to make sure that your interview panel reflects the customers that you serve. By having a panel interview format that's representative of the entire organization, and especially when you're in that early to accelerating growth stage of a startup, it's going to give you a lot more insight and it's going to increase the likelihood of a better hire. Thanks for joining us today on Building Elite Sales Teams. Please remember to give us a five-star review. And if you want more information about Yardstick, you can find us at www.yardstick.team. You can follow me or connect with me on LinkedIn by searching for Lucas Price.